<laughs> hey everybody, welcome to New Jump City. <laughs> wow, that is the first time I've ever done that, man. Yeah, we. Uh, that this, was my first. Who? What was this guy, Dio? First of all, <laughs> uh, this, we we came in uh, very laughy, but this is fine because we were having a great time with Dio. Uh, not too, not too, two seconds ago. Uh, welcome everybody to New Jump City. Welcome back. good. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, let's get that out the way. Yeah, that's uh, that was a thing in our ears. Uh, we are. I am your host, Christian Espinal, and right beside me, as usual, is my beautiful co-host, Joshua Cole. I appreciate that, by the way, and um. I'm good, man. I'm not choppy right now. That's all I can ask for. Yeah. And uh, right beside me, to me, other side, to me, other side, <laughs> is uh, Brian Boss, our wonderful producer. Say hello to the people, Brian. Hey, people. It, it me. All right. Back to your hole. Bye. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's. Uh, we got a big ass week this week. A <laughs> lot of heavy shit. Yes. Uh, DC <laughs> just decided to unload all of their awesome onto us today. Uh, so we have uh, fair warning. This one's probably going to be a long one. Uh, but before we do, do that, let's get into some motherfucking plugs. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where are you at, boy? I'm on Instagram as J D Cole underscore three seven. Yeah, that was epic as fuck. And saucy Brian Bossy, where can they find that handle? <laughs> Saucy, bossy. Uh, I think just Instagram is the only thing I'm using right now. Yeah. Uh, follow Brian especially. He cooks, and it's awesome all the time. Uh, all right. Uh, also, before we get started, we also have an email, uh, newjumpcity at gmail.com. If you want to email us and tell us stuff, uh, recommendations, things you want us to talk about, whatever. We'll, we'll listen to any and all feedback. Uh, also, if you don't want to give us feedback through Facebook uh, or f- through email, uh, please uh, rate us on iTunes. Uh, that that will help us uh, tremendously, probably more than anything. Uh, the more ratings we get, the higher we are on the hierarchy here in uh, the iTunes, so more people can find us. So please leave some uh, preferably positive reviews. Uh, all right. And uh, as usual, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, we're about to get into it. We're going to start. Uh, we're going to do some uh, shit. We're going to fuck with some formatting, you guys. We're going to do some new shit off the top. Uh, we are going to do a randomizer in order to determine what we're doing uh, this week, uh, and we're gonna do, we're also gonna be mixing uh, American comics and uh, our manga this week, uh, just to see how you guys like it. Uh, but for now, see how we like it too, or also us. Yes, we are important as well. We are people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that being said, uh, Brian, hit the randomizer. So as he's randomizing, <laughs> yeah, ra- right. I, I just want to let you guys know that I did beat. Christian in a game of rock paper scissors, <laughs> um, two to zero because it was best of three, and um, I had the choice whether to start with comics first or manga, and Christian wanted comics. I did not. I said manga. N- you wanted comics anyway. Yeah. So you, <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted manga. Yeah. And uh, after I beat him, I allowed him to go with his choice because. I wanted to show him that I had that choice, that power over him <laughs> to yeah. allow him to go with what he wanted. Yeah, I don't think Josh even really cared about winning so much as just... Oh, I cared about the winning. I didn't care about the choice. Oh, yeah, the choice. Displaying his power over me. But It was uh, worth it, man. Whatever. Next week, I'll win. <laughs> You're my <laughs> rival now. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, are, we, are we ready to hit the randomizer? 
I already did. Do it again. What are we oh, you want me to with? do it again? Yeah, yeah. what are we starting with? I'm doing it again. We were supposed to talk while I was randomizing. All right. Oh, now we're randomizing. What, what we got? What we got? Dr. Stone. Yeah. Oh, snap. Boy, we're starting with Dr. Stone. Chapter 106, Secret of Petrification. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is a pretty good chapter from Dr. Stone. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, expositional stuff, uh, really, just to explain the petrification beam. Finally, one of the mysteries that has, uh, that has plagued this series for so long. Uh, and the secret is, it's still kind of a secret. <laughs> um, yeah, somewhat. Uh, we, we get it, uh, the explanation in the uh, form of a flashback uh, to five years ago from Amaryllis' perspective. Uh, her and her family, I guess? Are yeah, this is the girl they found at the island, by the yeah, way. Yeah, she's uh, five years ago, her family, I guess, tried to leave the island. And apparently they're not allowed to do that, so... As they were sailing away, they ran into uh, the the master's two strongest warrior, uh, this dude named Mozu and this lady named uh, Kirisame. Uh, yeah, she's got balloons for a dress. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what's exactly going on. She has a see-through dress with balloons and um, embroidery. Yeah, I think her neck is a stone thing. Like some people keep their stone stuff, and I think hers is still on her neck. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they noticed that. Uh, She's Yeah, she looks pretty wild, though. Yeah, Amarellis and her family are leaving, so they they commence the petrification process. Really, it, it entails of her pulling something out of her, this little pouch she keeps on her person, and she shoots. She just, like, throw, slings it into the air, pulls a string, and this massive, like, bomb kind of goes off and uh, envelops her entire family, and that's how people turn to stone. Uh, Amaryllis was able to escape uh, by using her mom as a shield. Well, her mom <laughs> pretty much. Her, I guess that's not. I don't want to make it sound. <laughs> 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 like she's ruthless. Yeah, I'd like to think that she was ruthless as hell. <laughs> she's like, yeah, mom, protect me. <laughs> yeah, she seemed to be just outside of the range rather than like using her as a shield. Well, some of her hair got caught, but she was able to pull it off and stop the petrification as it went. So uh, she falls into the water and she swims back to the island. Uh, and we cut back to the president, and uh, we re- it's revealed that sh- her plan was to infiltrate uh, the master's headquarters and uh, steal the, the weapon that petrifies people. Uh, Senku takes all in all the stuff that is, uh, all the stuff that he's learned about the petrification beam, you know, that there's an effect that has a set range, and uh, they they can also be petrified by it, and it c- the petrification can be stopped by uh, ripping off the affected parts. And it's a reproducible phenomenon. So to Senku, it means we can fight it with science. Yeah, uh, it, can be, it can be figured it out. And that's that's what I love about this series. Uh, when it comes to these uh, issues that come in their way, there's no, like, bullshit showing in easy mode answer to fix all <laughs> these problems. They're like, okay, yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, these regular-ass people was able to figure this shit out. That means I definitely can. <laughs> and they will, you know. Yeah, they have it, yeah. <laughs> you know what time it is. But basically, uh, they, they decided to go along with Amaryllis' uh, infiltration plan. But they figure that because she's uh, her charms may work on all men, but one of the strongest people in that village is a woman that will probably not be as uh, as immune to her charms. So they decide to have Kohaku go along. But she's also got to look pretty. But she's a warrior lady, so... So, yeah, I guess she's supposed to be not pretty or something? It's mostly because, like, I think... Yes. Because she's rough around the edges yeah, or whatever. Yeah, because she's got, like, She's no, not refined. She's not ladylike. Yeah. So this next chapter, the chapter ends with uh, the three people, the three characters, uh, Senku be the science ex- expert, 
again being psychology expert and uh, Amaryllis being a cosmetics expert, all using their combined talents to make Kohaku into a lady. Oh, let's not forget that Soyuz is going to be the thirst bucket to, <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. determine whether she's uh, hot or not. No, yeah, they're going to be. I thought that was hilarious. They're going to be tossing thirst uh, traps at, <laughs> at Soyuz to see. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is fun. Uh, Science and thirst traps. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love Doctor Stone. Yeah, uh, this was a fun chapter. It was cool to see uh, how it actually looks. It's this big explosion thing, this bomb. So we're getting a little step closer to figuring out. Yeah, how it, this all happened in the first place. Like obviously, I, I'm pretty sure that this is not going to be the case where we find out. Oh, this is the person that started everything thousands of years ago obviously because he's mm-hmm. probably like a regular human yeah but um you know it'll bring us one step closer to the overall picture right so yeah it's super exciting well it said the master is the uh the descendant of the dude who caused all of this so so they say he could be bullshitting yeah but i i yeah i don't know we'll see how it goes uh i figure i figure that it's just going to be a descendant they're dealing with but uh next chapter is probably going to be hilarious dr stone has a way of doing like this cartoonish art sometimes with their comedy so I'm excited about it. Yeah, they pull it off. All right. Uh, now for uh, our American comic randomized pick. Brian Boss, are you ready? I'm not ready. Oh, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> Sorry. I'm learning this new app. All right. Well, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. I, was, I was learning a new app. I got to go into my lists mm-hmm. and then hit the American comics and then hit Randomize. Yes. And what are we going with? The Amazing Spider Thing. Whoa. Oh, thank goodness I read this shit right before coming here, man. Yeah. Woo. All right. We're doing uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 22. Hell yeah, boy. Uh, this is the end of the Hunted arc. Uh, big, uh, big, big deal happening here. I really like this uh, issue right off the bat. I now. really liked it, too. But uh, right, right off the bat, oh, right off the bat, right off like the bat. from the first panel, from the very first panel, when like, they said the zoo, you was like, mm, mm. yeah, animal characters. <laughs> I know <bitch>. you, <laughs> yeah, you didn't think I was pulling that one out. Yeah, huh? I should have known. Oh, that's why you love this arc so much. I figured it out, man. Listen, all right, figured it out when I was walking here. Last we left, <laughs> the lizard is broken free from uh, from his prison. Uh, Peter's gamble worked out, so. The lizard did not die, and it's instead feral and has broken out of the prison. Meanwhile, Peter's still stuck inside of it, uh, this neck collar around his thing. Neck. Neck. <laughs> the collar around his neck. Yeah. You know, not allowing him to escape, but super strong. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, Craven Jr. is, like, closing in on uh, Black Cat and Billy as Lizard gives chase. Uh, Vulture and his people are still killing the other hunters, and meanwhile, back at the pri- and at that moment, that's when um, the neck collar comes off, and Craven Senior arrives, Daddy Craven. <laughs> yeah, ready to get it popping. Yeah. Know. So basically, they fight, and throughout this whole thing, uh, it's revealed that cr- the whole point of this whole arc was uh, Craven's pl- plan to get Peter to actually kill something, <laughs> as inter- as indirect as it may be. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of layers to this plan because, uh, yo. <laughs> all right. So basically, yeah. the way he sees it is that if Peter had uh, decided, he'd either decide to free Connors or, or to take off the inhibitor chip to free Connors, or Black Hat would most definitely die, uh, and so would Billy, and th- he would have killed them indirectly, or he would have directly killed uh, 
Connors by removing the inhibitor chip and having Connors die. Or Connors lives, but he is feral, and then he kills everything in his path. Yeah, which is what it, uh, which was seems what, what happened, man, because as soon as he gets out the cage that um, he was held in, you see a, just a massive amount of guards has been slaughtered. So many. I didn't know there was that many guards there in that, like, area. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Peter is all getting, dead. Yeah, he, Peter's getting his ass kicked uh, by Craven because his guilt is crushing him. But me, uh, somewhere along the line, he realizes why he's like, wait a minute, Lizard didn't do this shit. These cuts are too clean. It was Craven Sr. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know, so uh, the Lizard didn't do it after all. That warmed my heart to know that he didn't go fair. Honestly, we... Like, I was really happy about that, Yeah, we both that, predicted man. that. Holy shit. We both predicted that Lizard would be, like, evil again, but uh, apparently not. So... Did you see how he looked when he was running out to the f- to the forest? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> his boy is in trouble. A fucking lizard with a purpose, man. Have you ever seen that in a comic before? No, I haven't. <laughs> well, I haven't seen a lizard with a purpose since Spinner, my boy. Oh no, he has <laughs> no purpose because he has no idea what he's doing yet. Well, we'll see. <laughs> He'll he will have purpose anyway. Uh, so Spidey like speechifies Craven as as, uh, as lizard catches up with Craven Junior and fights him off, uh, kicks the shit out of him. Uh, both of them win their fights, respectively. And also, Peter changes some minds down the line. Uh, yeah, he, he he makes the point that, like, you know, he's not, uh, you know, he's not weak because he chooses not to murder his enemies. Like, that's, you know, that's what make that's what Spider-Man thinks makes him strong in the first place. Yeah. You know, because I feel the same. Anybody could kill somebody, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a lesson we've seen with Peter, but not that, yeah, it not that is, it's a bad thing, know. but you know what it is. Uh, I guess it's that Craven really tried to make him feel bad about his decisions, and he just flipped it on him and said, bro, like, you put me in this situation where I had to make this decision in the first place, and you're just mad because of the way I want to live my life. Well, it's not <laughs> even that. It's like Peter got super lucky that it all just happened to fall in the way that well, he wanted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he pretty much just changes Craven's mind, and Craven's like, oh, I get it now. Killing people. Oh, you you wasn't feeling it. No, I don't mind. I'm just being silly. But it's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it is though kind of strange how Craven's just like, oh, right, murder's not good. <laughs> uh, and he basically just shuts the whole operation down. Uh, and uh, not only that, he uh, he allows Peter to escape by putting on his own uh, fake symbiote suit, going out to find Craven and having Craven Junior kill him. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Craven's dead again. And uh, Craven Jr. is very sad. Uh, and he is no doubt going to come back for Peter. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's this is going to be his revenge story. So oh, yeah. You can see on the next panel, he's pretty upset about yeah. stabbing a Spider-Man mask. So Yeah. Overall, uh, fun issue. Uh, good good conclusion to the story. Uh, I... I Still telling what's going to happen next. I think Caterpillar is going to be the main arc for Nick Spencer's centipede. run. Centipede. Oh, sorry, you're right. Centipede. Uh, I wish I wasn't right. <laughs> Why? Because that nigga is gross. <laughs> are you? For, are you? Shit. Do you have like a phobia for bugs? Yeah, man. Oh, well, I don't care for them, man. Well, especially the ones that have so many legs. Oh yeah, this one has. Oh, like, ooh, that's fucking. Centipedes crazy, have literally a hundred legs. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't like that. You want one crawling on you? I don't want one crawling you on you. You wouldn't fear that? <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't fear that. All right, I don't think I have a phobia for them though. Like I don't get like uh I don't spiders. Spiders, spiders, spiders. No, yeah. I, I don't I think no. if it was here I'd Eight be freaked legs out. crawling on a web. 
getting yeah. you? <laughs> that doesn't put fear in your heart? If it happened to me, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't have that fear where, like, it's uh, it's uh, in my brain. Whenever I just hear it, I get like, ooh. But you know what does freak me out is excessive gore. That is what it does. Like, mm-hmm. movies. I think, like, sometimes Jackass does that to me sometimes where they get hurt real bad. And I'm like, yeah, Fuck! I don't like that I know that it's real. That's not... I don't know. Some people love that shit. Man. I hate the like, one where nah, they. I'm good. I, I hate the one where they did like really the they cut they gave paper cuts to the webs of their fingers and toes and I'm like this is the worst that's gross possible thing. They're but anyway, that was Spider Man 22. Yo, wait, real quick. Biggest takeaway from this and, and no bullshit, man, is that like Peter is not a sucker. He's not, and we've been knew that he used the man and he's pulled off a lot of feats. But this was a real personal kind of like arc where he directly had to face you know what what his ultimate kratos was i guess you could say you know like who like who he was you know in craven because he just put him in a really hard place and yeah he got lucky but that's also life you know what i'm saying he did take that risk and he made the big decisions and then you know he still whooped ass you know before he made uh craven change his mind he you know beat the shit out of him first (laughs) and then told and then once you know he was in a position to listen to him he you know he told him how he felt like like, I don't think that life should be, you know, uh, put in a, you know, be, to be in a constant state of peril or, or either be eaten. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. So and he I'm made him listen to him. You know, he, he stood down to his level and, 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 and related to him. And Craven was able to relate because, of, you know, he had the family and he let it go because of his own, you know, stupid ideals. Mm-hmm. And it was too late. That's why he sacrificed himself in the end and let his kid kill him. So to try to give, I guess, in a weird way to try to give his kid like uh, a lesson in some kind of way, but we, I mean, no. we all know it's going to be terrible. He's going to be the new Craven and that's that. You yeah. Know? No, <laughs> he definitely killed, like sacrificed himself to save Peter. You think he could have just told his son, it's like, Hey, you know what? We good. <laughs> stop. Stop. I mean, he, maybe he wasn't uh, like you said, you know, it, this was a sudden spur of action and he didn't, I didn't think he went a hundred percent soft, maybe like 75% soft, but not a hundred percent soft. Right. Yeah, well. Yeah. What are you going to do? Spider-Man Hunted. It was a good arc. I liked it. It was a good arc. Uh, we'll rip Gibbon. R.I.P. Gibbon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, s- Manga now? This yeah, is boy. actually cool, man. Right? This is actually exciting. Yeah, I, I hope. Like switching between. Yeah, let's do it, y'all. Uh, hit the randomizer, Brian Boss. I already did it. Poor for oh, What, what are we at? <laughs> Black Clover. Yay! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! Whoa, this was a whack chapter. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was so wet. <laughs> oh boy, Woo. we are at a black, whack, whack, whack. black clover chapter two hundred and six reunion across time and space. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just showed him the last. Okay, wait. Yeah, we I'm gotta, not gonna go. We gotta, gonna go. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Uh, first of all, Yami and Shar are safe because uh, they're in Yami's darkness shadow ball inside of the eggplant. Yeah, spell. It's very close and extremely intimate. Yeah, like incredibly. Intimate. I, I bet there's going to be a joke when this is all over because Charlotte loves Yami. LOL. And she's going to be like, we were that close. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're, being very, woman. we're being very nag on, <laughs> on Black Clover right off the bat. Come, I'd rather let it. I'd rather take it all out on, on, on one series. We can let Black <laughs> Clover be our scapegoat. Uh, okay, so basically Lumiere and, uh, and Sekere arrive at the scene. Uh, Sekere uses her officially now broken magic to break leashed out of his spell is that what oh yeah 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 because Le- i keep forgetting that these guys were 
two different guys. It's Leash and the other elf guy that was with and Patry. Patry. And Patry was formerly the Golden Dawn guy. Yes. Right? Yeah. So he's grown. <laughs> yeah. He's the one that killed. He's, no, yeah. He's the guy in charge, I guess. Yeah. And... Who, and I, and Leash is the one that was this is, uh, asleep before. I think Leash is the Golden Dawn guy. This is a but detriment. Then where did Patrick come? From? This is a detriment to having such a fast-paced series. Is that I remember very little about what happened maybe ten chapters ago. But that's I f- we could we could do a little bit better. I'm gonna try to f- figure this out a little bit better for next week. I'll give Black Rover a little bit more respect. Okay, so look, they they save Leash, then they teleport back. To uh, where everybody else is, uh, Leash and Patry have this little moment where, basically, Leash is like, "Yeah, you know, nobody, no human may forgive you because you basically killed their president and uh, tried to kill everyone else and take their bodies." But I'm proud of you, or some dumb shit. <laughs> That's literally. He literally is just can, like you, you tried you your best. You could say it right, just like that. You know what I mean? You could put it in one sentence. All of this that happened in three pages because it was so ridiculous. Like. This isn't the time for a pat on the fucking shoulder yeah, and Patrick, say you tried you, your best. Yeah, he really came <laughs> out. He's like, yeah, Patrick, you were really like going ham out here. You really. Uh, you uh, murdered a lot of people. Yeah. You murdered their. Pr- like you said. Yeah, man. Come on. <laughs> you really went up against the wall. You went boss the wall here and made their lives a living hell. But you know what? I don't hate you for it. <laughs> yeah, this is unforgivable because, you know, I'll take that from Asta. Because he's just a force in this manga. You, I, that's how I treat Asta. I don't look at him as a character. He is the shonen force incarnate into a character with swords. That's fair. So I take that when he changes everybody. That's his power. That's his ability. Right? Mm-hmm. But this nigga, come on. You just pulled up from napping. And now you want to <laughs> have a talk with your... What is that? His nephew or something? You want to be cool with his uh, genocide. <laughs> his he, attempted genocide. Yeah. Like, don't okay that. Well, he didn't okay. He said you wild it out for that, but he, he was a little... Uh. Yeah, he said you wild it out, but you know what? It's going to be okay. Uh, we'll just sweep this under the rug later. Terrible. Because we're all friends now. Anyway, Eggplant Banana Spell tries to attack everybody. Oh, can you do the laugh? Oh, okay. Uh, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> was that to your liking? Should yeah, I, I like that. I like, <laughs> I like me doing it. I like that one. <laughs> Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, say, like, I don't imagine him laughing fast. He's just like, <laughs> like, like that's an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it happened after their whole sap, uh, uh, sappy ass speech. And I respect him for that. I, I, I like that he mocked them. I liked it a lot. That's yeah. why I'm giving this uh, a spotlight. But he says, I'm so glad you made it in time this time around. You parted in such a sad way 500 years ago. All right, then. I'll bury you both together next time. <laughs> Yo, he's yeah. the man. He pulls up to these guys as they were having their oh, little fuck. sweet moment, and they're like, fuck your feelings. <laughs> Dead ass. And he tries to absorb, kill them all with his weird banana plant, banana thing spell. and But, uh, you know. Leashed in uh, and Lumiere. Oh yes, I do know. Are just are, can just stop him his magic. So Lumiere, the uh, former wizard, uh, wizard king from five hundred years ago, who was the grandmaster daddy of all spell casting <laughs> and light magic and stuff, and then this super strong elf guy that was his best friend. They teamed up, and now this devil's power is just not enough. Well, it's not even that because they mentioned <laughs> that like. Their powers have been affected by 
that world. That world. And, and look, he's to be so fair, shameless about it. Too. To be fair, this is it. not a Black Clover centric problem. It's Anytime not. like manga characters want to like preserve mystery, there was like, we gotta call that person <laughs> him. Yeah, they them. don't really ever use names until two hundred chapters later, <laughs> when they want to big reveal. Cool. They, what a, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not super upset about. I don't it. hate it. I actually kind of like it when it shows up. This is a dumb trope that I find enjoyable, <laughs> where it's just like, hmm, looks like he's awake. Yeah, another uh, dumb trope that I'm really loving at the moment is how just like these super strong, you know, master characters are just wilding out on this enemy that you know was unstoppable literally just a chapter ago, and like, oh man, there's nothing he can do about it. Look, he gets stabbed right through the chest. Yeah. But it doesn't work because he cleans him. He chops his arm clean off with a trident. Yeah, <laughs> I like his choice. I like I his mean, taste. I don't know if it would weapon. be that clean with a trident. No, I don't. I think that's just how like you know smooth he is. You you know what I'm saying? Mm. I like it's acceptable to me. That's I mean, what I'm, I'm not trying gonna to say I'm not gonna go crazy about it. But yeah, <laughs> he chops us off with the evil trident and tries his arm off with the evil trident. And they're trident, like, right? oh no, his arm is cut off. What are we gonna do? And then, lo and behold, who fucking shows up but Asta? Yes, the shonen force himself pulling up to this bad guy saying, no, literally telling him, not happening. I have the power to, to stop, stop you. your powers. Mm-hmm. You fucking That's man. what I do. I, I like Asta. And you know what, man? He's not going to make this devil guy his friend, but I bet you he's going to talk some facts to him real soon. You know it, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just bracing you for it. That's what he's I'm gonna right try now. friendship. Well, I don't see Asta not trying friendship speech. His most strong attack. Well, the devil guy is really surprised about the anti magic. This is, you know, this is actually interesting because they were saying that like Asta's swords belong to like one of the elves or something like that. So was it this the elves? I thought it was like a demon new. thing. I don't know. I it said he had his sword. One of them was his swords or something like that. Oh, he, yeah, no, I think, you know, I one of the swords in the book, I guess, is an elven. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Yeah, book. yeah. Uh, it is a little interesting. Okay, I mean, Black I'm not Clover, mad at it, right? but whatever. It is, it is what it is at this point. Uh, Black it, Clover and the Shonen Force. Yeah, this, is a, this is a dumb chapter, but I talking about it, I don't hate it as much as I did when I read it alone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with that being said, Brian hit the randomizer on it. Oh, Superman. Leviathan Rising. Okay, so real quick, DC released Superman's Leviathan Rising special issue, ten dollars. <laughs> but it is a lot of pages. <laughs> it, it, to be fair, it is like almost a hundred pages. Wow, this which, is but bad. you know, a lot of those pages aren't needed. As I'm about to go into, I'm not going to go through the whole thing in super detail because it is very long. Uh, but let's do so. Some is real. this the official beginning of the event? Yeah, I mean, this is like a prelude. The next time we see Leviathan oh, okay. will be on June twelfth, when the first issue of Event Leviathan comes out. But uh, with that being said, real quick, let's uh, let's do some uh, real quick recap. Uh, it starts with Red Claw, Cloud's boss. I forget her name. Uh, she's approached by Leviathan, and he's asking her about Superman's weakness. Uh, she basically tells him, like, you don't really attack Superman ever himself. You try to go around it and go for the people he loves uh, or he knows or cares about. So we, uh, so Leviathan does just that. They kidnap Clark Kent, 
<laughs> and Superman is kind of like aware that they're going to try to kidnap him. And this is another thing that uh, Brian Michael Bendis did before. This is an old joke where he's like, Brian, uh, Superman is going to infiltrate them by pretending to be kidnapped, but he has to act like their attacks hurt him. Mm-hmm. And Lois is like, you can't fucking act. Oh, my God. And it's true. This is going to be so goofy. Yeah, I it happens it. because like he goes into his apartment, uh, you know, just stands around waiting to be attacked. And uh, he gets tased by the by the bad guys. And then um, he has to pretend to be afraid and he has to pretend that the ta- taser hurt him. So he's just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I gotta wait. I gotta go ahead. <laughs> wait, I was still reading the. Other shit. So yeah, they basically. He's oh, like, God, please don't. A- I have a family. <laughs> and uh, then he pretends to knock out, and he wakes up in uh, some random room. And uh, Talia, Talia Al Ghul is uh, is in front of him. Talia is involved with Leviathan after all. Uh, she interrogates him, try to find out who Superman is, and um, you know she puts on this kryptonite. Uh, vest on him you know waiting because she figures that superman will come eventually if he doesn't tell her who he is anyway so they'll find out one way or another meanwhile lois pretty much just calls batman and wonder woman to try and find clark because he's been gone too long Uh, she didn't know that he was gonna get uh kidnapped she knew but he was taking a little too long for superman so he's just like "Mm, he's in trouble probably Mm. Uh, (laughs) and he's not responding to me right now because you know he can hear me at this point it's weird so he calls uh, Batman and Wonder Woman, and they decide they decide to help out. Uh, meanwhile, there's like two side stories in this. One is Jimmy Olsen, which is a goofy ass story in which he uh, apparently has slept with this intergalactic thief at his art at his uh, book signing, and they get into antics. Wait, Jimmy what? fucks. Yeah, Jimmy Olsen fucks Josh. Did you not know? Uh, so yeah. And on, and this lady is like an alien, and she also has the Red Lantern cat. Do you remember? Do you remember that cat from the Red Lantern series? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah what's his name? He had a name. I forget his name too. Oh, the blue cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in this too. Uh, she, she's apparently had him this whole time, and uh, you know she steals a thing and she leaves. I'm sure we'll see her again at some point. Uh, I'm so far behind. And uh, Jimmy picks up Red Lantern cat. And gets a text from Lois, and they go off to save. <laughs> they go off to save Clark. There's a. There's also a page where this cat throws up blood for a page and a half, which is pretty funny. Uh, and also the second side story they have in this is a weird Supergirl story that I have no idea what's happening in because I don't read Supergirl. So we're probably gonna have to skip over that one. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, I'm looking at the cat shit. Whoa! <laughs> My guy. What? My guy. Yeah, I can't. I got to read this later. Meanwhile, back at Leviathan's hideout, Clark is. Uh, oh, you shitted on Supergirl. I don't. I don't know what happened. I don't boy. know what happened. It's a. I don't understand. I don't know these characters. It's fair. But anyway, back at Leviathan's headquarters, uh, Leviathan walks in, and he pretty much just lets Clark go. Go like do 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 do. Nothing to see here. Go on your merry way now. You're safe. Uh, and he just leaves. Uh. But at that point, that's when uh, Lois, uh, Jimmy Olsen, and uh, Red Lantern Ken, and also Firestorm somehow, uh, have all met up and are now saving Clark. And right as they try to go cap- uh, chase after Leviathan, he, he gets away because he has the teleportation bomb on him so he can just teleport wherever he wants. And uh, Talia al Ghul is thrown out of his fucking plane because he said, 
I told you not to kidnap anyone he loves. We're not trying to, we're not trying to fight Superman. We're trying to change his mind with our thing. Uh, you know, we're not trying to. Yeah, yeah. That's been Leviathan's thing. He's not trying to fight any superheroes. He's trying to change their minds and doing things the, the way he wants to, whatever that way may be. Uh, the issue ends with uh, Red Cloud reemerging. Uh, she kills a guard for letting uh, Leviathan get close to her boss. And uh, her and her boss become partners, essentially. And they plan to uh, reveal Leviathan for who he is in the near future, double-cross him. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much where it ends. Uh, it ends with Lois Lane presumably writing the uh, Leviathan story. Uh, so, yeah, all the all the pieces are set in play. Uh, shit's getting real. Can't wait to see Leviathan. I, um, I'm very excited. This is this is a pretty good hyped up event for that being yeah a thing. Uh, all right, now we're going back to our manga. Bright boss hit the randomizer. Oh my hero! My hero Academia! Hell yeah! I am so excited. Chapter two hundred and twenty nine. All it takes is one bad day. All right. Last we left, twice was in deep shit, uh, fighting clones of himself. Which uh, which are traumatizing him at the moment, you know. This is his biggest fear. Uh, and they pulled his mask off. Yeah, Josh's favorite character ever is controlling all of these puppets, yes. clones of uh, of twice. He said a factual statement when he said that he's my favorite character ever. <laughs> uh, and uh, they start to kill Toga like in a slow way. They try to like, yeah, bro. They're twisting her up by her neck. By yeah. Her the twist Body. in her neck all the way around slowly. Sheesh. It's real. It's real twisted. Uh, and uh, we get a little flat. We get a little flashback as Twice is f- uh, freaking out. We get a little bit more from his past. Uh, apparently, his parents were killed off in a villain attack, so that he was always alone. And he used his clones to um, to kind of you know stave off that loneliness. And then uh, then he had that dumb incident with his clones where they all tried to kill each other. So. He was pretty much walking around by himself with a paper bag over his head because that's when his mind split and he needs some kind of coverage on his face to uh, combat that, that sickness. Uh, yeah, that's his own personal uh, prescription, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's where he meets Giron, and Giron recruits him into the League of Villains. Uh, so, yeah, you seem like the perfect guy to join this uh, team. Yeah, and he was, to be fair. Uh, he's an outcast in society and not necessarily a good guy. Yeah. And a grade A weirdo, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Spinner's a weirdo too, for sure. Uh, but yeah, now, uh, Twice has been like holding back this whole time because he's never really known if he was a clone or not, so he's been not f- really fighting to his best as to avoid like too much damage because his clones, if they take too much damage, they disappear, and he was afraid that was going to happen to him. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he had. Lost his sanity to the point that he wasn't sure if he was the what, real uh, twice or not. But now he don't give a fuck. Yeah, because he's yeah he's willing to die for his friend Toga. And now he uh, he's he's gotten over it and he uh, he finds his resolve and he clones himself a bunch of times over, which especially is pretty uh, is pretty traumatic is pretty a big leap for him because he's never. Yeah, he hasn't huge made a leap. He just used Shadow Clone Jutsu, bro. He's about to get it popping. Yeah, he would never clone himself because that would just increase his chances of never being real again. But now there's like a bunch of twices running around, and uh, he says he uh, ends the chapter by saying, "My quirk is double, and you're gonna learn how terrifying it really is." Liberation Army. I like how he said, "My quirk." 
Because I've noticed that the like the the meta humans they say meta ability. Yeah. So they haven't shifted. You know what I mean? It's just their lingo. I like that. That's yeah, cool. Boy. My boy Bubagawara. I can't say it fast. Bubagawara. 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 Yeah. It's hard to say fast. Yeesh. Uh, <laughs> Let's just say twice. Yeah, twice. Uh, this was a great chapter. Again, twice is probably my favorite one. So it was cool to see him do cool shit. Uh, I can't wait to kick this him to kick this dude's ass. Yo, he certainly deserves it. Yeah. He's going to so, press some buttons on his laptop, and he's, this is going to be light for him, though. You know that. No, he's going he's gonna to win. He's going to win his own battle. Your man's don't even, he don't even trust his own, his own clones. Come yeah, on, he man. does. Nah. He's about to use his power for real, for real. Because it, it, this, <laughs> this implies <laughs> that there's something, there's an extra yeah. element to it. So, I mean, I think he's just ready to be a leader and take charge and say, I am the real one. Listen to me. Be my clones. Very excited. Yeah. Lit. But, uh, yeah, with that being said, that was My Hero Academia. Brian Boss, hit the randomizer. Well, there's only one more American to talk about. That's oh, fine. <laughs> no, there's two. Two. Are you, I only put four in there. Well, then uh, we'll do Heroes in Crisis number. <laughs> uh, uh, let me hit the button real quick. Uh, Heroes in Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> the suspense. Da, 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 da. Um. But yeah, Heroes in Crisis. Did you read Miss Marvel, by the way? I have not yet. Okay. Uh, I feel better. But Heroes in Crisis number nine, this is it. This is is a fucking end. Whoa, what an answer to what happened before. Don't be lame. Don't be lame. Feelings! Don't be lame. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be lame. Okay. So basically, this is how the story goes. There's a lot of talking, and it's a lot of exposition that happens here. Uh, A lot of plot threads are resolved. Okay, so Wally did for real, for real do this. Yes. And um, the the issue starts... He murdered everyone by accident with the electricity that comes off at a speed force that he could not control for whatever reason. So he decided to frame Booster Gold and Harley Quinn. Yeah, as the people who actually killed them and then went to the future to kill his future self, bring it back to the past, and leave it to make it seem like he was murdered so that he would get away with it. <sighs> so, yeah. He's absolutely a bad guy mm. for what he did, regardless of how you put it. Well, no. Well, I don't want to say a bad guy. Yes, I want to say he, he made a really bad mistake. He fucked up hard. Look, the mistake, the, the killing of the people, that was a mistake, but the covering it up makes, it a, makes him a bad guy. There's no two ways about it. And this does not make it better. This this uh, issue starts off with Wally's Wall- at the stage where he kills his future self. Uh, but this time he's interrupted by uh, Booster and his team showing up and uh, disrupting the whole flow of things. Uh, Harley reunites with Ivy and... Uh, Who seems to be the uh, the uh, avatar of the green now? Is that she always had on? a really strong connection with the green. She's not Swamp Thing. She's not, okay. She's not but she's had like a really strong connection with it. Um, so much to the point that even though she was killed in her human form, she put her essence into a flower that yeah, I guess reformed she could be, and grew into herself again. She could be revived uh, through the green, which makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm cool with it. Why not? Uh, but in any case... Uh, the green gave her a fat ass, <laughs> Holy shit. You see that grass booty? Shit. I said them vines up. Fuck out of here. 
Harley looking <laughs> thick too. They went in, man. They went mad ham for no reason. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> cheesecake stuff aside, this art is very nice. Uh, but it, uh, back to the story. Flat old Flash suddenly changes his mind and tries to convince young Flash to not kill him anymore. Uh, it's uh, they they go through this whole spiel, you know, trying to make young Wally feel better about the things he did and the mistakes he made. Uh, and at that point, they're like, so the fuck do we do now? Uh, basically, Booster comes up with this idea that they go to the future, uh, speed clone old Wally, and use that body to teleport back to the present to be the cadaver so young Wally doesn't have to kill anybody. And the time loop can continue to close and we'll just, it'll time can move forward finally for them. Well, okay, so I don't know if we're yet at the part where we're like big explainy over what it was. Uh, <laughs> basically, you know, can I? There's one I more, there's two yeah, more yeah. things. The Booster's right. like, well, this is the thing. Flash, uh, young Flash is like, uh, shouldn't I just turn myself in? Aren't I supposed to be a hero? And Booster's like, nah, man, we could just sweep this one under the rug. And uh, they kind of do. But old Flash goes to jail. Uh, everything is just back to normal now. And that is how, how Heroes of Crisis ends. Okay, so you know what? I literally heard what you the last sentence you said, and that did not occur to me. So, Wally. So Wally's free. No, young Wally had to go back, and, so he and can complete the time loop, because this is destined to happen forever now. Young Wally has to go back and let himself get. Young Wally has no. to go back, do the whole thing, then Kill come everybody. back and be old Flash and do the same thing again so that other young Wally can do the same thing. This is just like a time loop. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. But So basically, it happens. It happens over and, and make it happen time. without him having to actually go and kill his future self. Because, yeah. And I think that's an important part. <laughs> but yeah, he I'm kills everyone else on. still. He did. <laughs> but, <laughs> everyone oh, else okay, is dead. Okay. So was that... Is th- I mean that's pretty much it, right? So he yes. he he ends up in jail. Yes, he you know he faces his crimes. So okay, let me. S- this is how I interpret it as far as what Booster Gold meant when when the way he was like oh like as far as like sweep it under the rug. Obviously, it wasn't a crime that was ignored because he's in jail. We don't know if they're treating it as if oh you know you you are an indefinite criminal and you have to face time for the rest of your life or et cetera et cetera like that. I don't know exactly what the case is or what his charges are going to be, but what they were trying to tell him, I guess, is that, like, yo, you made this huge mistake, right? And, you know, there's there's no coming back from it. You know, you know you can't run into the paradox where you save these people and create a split timeline, et cetera, you know, a la uh, the Flashpoint. You know, so he knows he couldn't just simply bring them back to life. He had to face his issues, you know what I mean? And... What they were saying was that, like, if you continue, I, I, I think, like, they was trying to say, like, if you just continue on and and, and, and try to sweep it under the rug, I guess, like, and, and, and cover things up and, and, and go along that way, that does make you a villain. But if you own up for the mistake you made, just like everyone makes mistakes, you know what I mean? Like, like that doesn't make you a bad person. That just makes you someone that made a mistake and you're going to, you know, you got to amend for that. And I I think that that was that is literally like just the whole point of 
this story because I'll tell you this. I mean, unless there's some future setup for Wiley and Doomsday Clock or in the future with whatever event goes on, you know, I I think this just teaches you that lesson that they use superheroes to teach us this lesson where like, yo, even these amazing people fuck up horribly, but the the important point is to own up to your mistakes and not run from them. It's and it's not cliche because well, it took 12 issues and a whole story and a mystery to break it down. So I'm not going to say it's cliche. I, I'm going to say it's a point well-driven home. And this is what superhero is all about, that he just did it in such a mature way like he us- like Tom King usually does, you know? I, don't, I didn't say I don't it think, was cliche, but I... This, no, I'm just saying for anyone that wants to say that. I'm not implying that you think it is. Yeah, I don't know. It, I still don't... I don't like it. I, I really don't. Uh, there's something... It's It's... He really killed everybody. He he had a moment of crisis personally, and he killed everybody. So he tried to correct his mistake because he's like, "No way, I couldn't have done this. I'm the Flash. I'm this person of hope. I'm supposed to be this guy." And he went crazy. He had a moment, you know, and he almost he almost stepped over that ledge. You he you know what I mean? Or, or his friends was there to save him. You know what I mean? To keep him back and say, "No, like we're not gonna allow you to 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 jump over that ledge and and and." and you know, cross the line you, you can't really come back from. Yeah, but this you know? is already at, like, kind of the finish line of everything. So he's already done a lot of terrible shit. I mean, he murdered people. That I, was, would, I mean, it was manslaughter. But he didn't... They can, they're not going to charge him for covering it up. They can't, man. Yes, they can. But he he owned, he, he fessed told, up. He, before, yeah, because like, everybody really, surrounded him. But like, nobody was murdered in the... No one extra was murdered in the process. And, yeah, Harley and Booster were kind of hunted or whatever even though they really were the people you know fighting themselves more than anything else yeah, but the they didn't know heroes. how are they gonna know no harley had that moment they both <laughs> saw each the, other kill kill these guys because of so they thought they were each they each each of them thought the other was their killer this whole thing so you're is, saying i yeah, would feel it was very maniacal right i i'm f- I, I see your point but i i lose that when when they make wally cover things up then it's no longer like because he would have done it if they didn't get in the way. But that is you know the, what I mean? that's the point exactly. Because that's the no point of this whole event is that he had friends that were there for him to 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 stop him yeah, but from crossing ha- over that I get, line. Like, I get what they're trying to get out of here, but there's like a difference between. I guess it's like a, this is a real hard line where, yeah, he has friends to stop them him, but that doesn't make him a. This doesn't make him a like or a sympathetic dude for the things he did. You know, this is not like just I because mean, he, he had people who who stopped him doesn't mean like, oh, well, I guess he's good because now that he got caught, you know, now that he got caught, he's fessing up. I see what you're saying. Because he did. He technically did this whole thing. No, they I just mean, went back in time to, and stopped it. At you had time. to look at Wally differently after this event. And that kind of. That's kind of heartbreaking for me. I don't know how you feel about that exactly. Well, I feel pretty bad about but it. But yeah, so. you know, that's I, I took it that way, and I and I dealt with that like when he when it first was you know shown what he did because I know like even if you go back in the past and correct whatever, if they were able to save everyone's life and all that, et cetera, et cetera. He still did it. So I like that. I don't know. I just think that this it, it, when I look. It's just the, the the lens I'm looking at it, like the whole series, like the whole event. As yeah, a I'm looking at the like, whole I thing like too. the message and how they went about it, and I, I guess they had. I guess they f- like if I like come on, Wally with the teen with the with the Titans. That book isn't even out anymore, right? The regular Titans, going. oh, the regular Titans is. Yeah, but 
but he was uh, but he well, was he left him out, to I do guess. this yeah but here's uh, the thing i i get the message and i i actually was a big proponent for it i like the idea i love the whole premise behind and i a story of like a place where superheroes can kind of like a va type of thing for superheroes where he they lost get his vent. kids man that was and i wish they were just done he was that. the only per like that was too much like there was too much in yeah, the way of know, getting his kids back all as these far other as the, heroes the continuity lost. goes all these other heroes lost something they not his show. not their children yeah they did you know what i mean well all right a lot of these guys lost no who lost their kids people lost all right, them, right you, you know? know what maybe some even... people lost their kids but i don't it's the way he lost them he lost them it, because of some type of Weird time, you know, a.k.a. Dr. Manhattan. You know what I mean? Like, it was really hard for him to accept that. Yeah, but they're in the middle of resolving. I'm not... Well, I'm not... I'm not... Listen, I'm not validating his actions. I'm saying it makes sense that he would come to these conclusions. And it's sad that they had to use Wally for this. But I I don't know, man. I I think it was executed well. I think it's a far leap from him losing his kids to... I made a mistake and I'm going to cover this mistake up. Even though... Because it was a really sharp unrelated. turn. Yeah, it's like, unrelated. It was. <laughs> yeah, he. Lo- I can understand. I can that understand. Break. I I can understand how you're looking at it. He was. He's wily, man. He he's he's been through a lot of events. He's he's already had so many sacrifices. It's just. And I'm sure there have been stories. They used where him. Wally, they used him to tell the story, man. That I'm sure there are probably old flash stories when he woke up in a world. There are flash stories where he woke up in a world. Jeff Johns' very first run on Wally was him waking up in a world where he wasn't the flash and he didn't have uh he didn't have his kids or his wife and that was just an alternate universe for him for a minute damn and he didn't do he didn't do this shit. no yeah he didn't murder <laughs> he uh, didn't murder a, a group of superheroes well, not only that, <laughs> take that whole thing out even if he were to have lost his shit and accidentally killed people I don't think he would have then just been like oh, I got to cover it's it's the weird sacrificial thing they're doing with Wally it's strange. It's a weird choice to bring him back just to do this to him. Especially since there's probably a chance at the end of Doomsday some shit's going to be restored. I don't think Wally's story's done yet. I, I think it's just so weird to leave it that Okay, now Wally's in jail. I can <laughs> see this being retconned down the road because th- this Red is con? a strange, uh, you know, going back and retroactively fixing this Wait, type of thing so Wally comes off less bad. Let me ask you something. If there was to be a situation where maybe in Doomsday Clock, right, or maybe a future Justice League event or something where, where they have to rely on Wally and he has his quote-unquote redemption moment, would you accept that? Would you say that, you know what, I can see Wally going from those, you know, villainous thoughts, you know, and almost getting away with something and, and, and turning into that guy to reverting and, and saying, no, I've overcome that? It depends on what his redemption is, because then if he just gets his kids back, then he's just rewarded. No, just, just I'm saying just him shit. purely do just maybe, I don't know. It depends on what he does. Being a hero, saving people. Depends on what he does. I don't know. It's it it's a little long. It's a weird long stretch here because. Yeah, it's very weird. I will have if that's going to happen to him. It, you got very you're going to. Yeah, it's your, very your expectations is high. You're yeah, like, you right, got to. Really write your way out yeah. of this. Okay, I understand. I liked uh, it a lot. I really like this event, and I like what I understand what Tom I like was trying to do. No, I, I understand too. I like what it was going for. I just yeah. don't like how it got there. Yeah, Wally being evil. I feel like this is a weird character. Sure. This is a weird character assassination for Wally. 
It's very strange. Yeah, it was so crazy. We're going to talk about this for a long time, man. This is going to be one of our events that I feel like it's always going to stand out. Well, we won't have Wally in the universe anymore because he's (laughs) in fucking prison. Yeah, Uh, he's in regular jail. Well, uh, man, this is is a rough one, but um, let's go on to manga. (laughs) manga, Hopefully a happier series. (laughs) There's only a few left. You ready? Your boy. Okay. Oh, right. Well, it happened. They, oh, wait. No, we already did that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Ah, Food Wars. Whoa, oh, a happier yeah. series indeed. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, Food Wars is fairly simple this week. <laughs> Unlike uh, one way other things we're going to talk about. Um, Food Wars, Shokugeki no Soma, Chapter 306. You know what this manga six. is really good at? Oh, like three, what ten. I feel like his true skill is in manga, like the uh, the author and the artist. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they're just here. Like I don't know. Like it's when I read the series, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Chapter three twelve. Yeah, a flavor to call. Basically, he he's just like a fetish god. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, okay. Anything that can be fetished, he he finds a way to do it. Like he found a way to sexualize a sickly. Old, like not an old woman, obviously. Like she's not fucking grandma, oh. but like she was a sickly woman, and he, and he sexualized her. Well, the third chapter you know, had him drenching an old man in honey, so it's <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah, it's not that right? surprising. It's, whoa, like I don't know, the, it just <laughs> came. The realization came to me. Okay, so chapter three hundred and twelve, a flavor to call your own, starts with uh, the new uh, disrobing or whatever, the new gifting. Uh, and what is this new gifting? Their clothes just get cut off instead of just slip off like before. Yeah, they get shredded. Yeah, they just get. Isn't get, hasn't that happened before? Uh, it their clothes have exploded off of them. But just like maybe it was one this person. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I lost. Right, I thought it was gonna be three-piece yeah. suits. I thought it was gonna be something similar. Like I didn't think it was gonna be just their fucking just clothes rolling. explode again. Yeah, like I was just like. Is this the right chapter? Like, didn't this happen already? Yeah. yeah so, so that happened. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's clothes gets burned. And uh, cool. yeah, basically, he's like, us. He's like, how did I lose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put is... a fucking ice cream in the ravioli. Yo, nah, yeah, he went so <laughs> hard on his dish. I, I honestly <laughs> believe the same. Like, I want. I was curious to know, like, damn, how did he beat? <laughs> like. I see how, like, that yeah. rice looked good, minus the mayonnaise, but, like, sheesh, yo, he made a fucking pie. Pot pies are unbeatable. He made a shark fin soup underneath pie lattice. Bro, And Turkish yeah. ice cream ravioli. <laughs> Yum. Not mayo rice. Mayo rice with all my experiences and failures all in one. Beat this. And <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I put a goddamn shark fin in a pie. Oh, my God. But uh, basically, the reason he lost is because uh, he he wasn't unique. It was basically Mimasaka again. It's like you're just using other people's knives. You can't do that, bro, in this series. We did that before. It didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the other guy was just a full-on uh, copycat. Copy yeah, you know. it's Yeah, but he kind of did the same thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so basically, to, I knew I knew something about this felt familiar, man. So yeah, basically, Soma wins. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, 
And uh, Asahi walks away sad because he lost. And then uh, he he gets a little flashback about uh, Joichiro telling him the secret to good cooking. And it's something that he said in the first chapter as well. Is that the secret to why Joichiro has always been so good is because he had somebody who made him want to cook his best food ever. ever. So you got to find love. You got to love a woman. And then it'll power you up. And then you make great food. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how you do it. And Makes sense to me. That's why he wanted to marry... Uh, Wait, can we confirm that with Brian? Is that an actual fact that when you get into a relationship with somebody, romantically, it powers up your cooking? Uh, <laughs> I'm... Okay. I mostly cook... <laughs> At work. Yeah, this is the, this could I potentially be the home. last segment, man. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you can the thing that I really enjoy about cooking is you can you can cook with emotion that you normally can't utilize for anything else if that makes sense. So sometimes you cook angry, man. You know, <laughs> oh, that sounds uh, intense. That's man. the thing, but yeah, I learned that from Master Chef. I think I think there's to some extent, yeah. I think if you, you know, muses exist in 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 any way, shape, or form, in any mm-hmm. way that you're you're doing art. I feel like lust and love can be emotions that could be utilized in the kitchen probably pretty well. I, I cook for, for my girlfriend, and, you know, uh, my number one ingredient is love, you know? And you can fucking <laughs> taste it, bro. You know what I mean? Oh! <laughs> <That laughs> Fuck you, that man! That was super sweet. That was but super oh. nice. Fuck you, bro! And you inspired me All right. to try to cook something it for my cute. girlfriend. It was cute. And back to my hole. Yeah, bitch. Get back. All right. Thank you very much for that, Brian. Um, so, yeah, it is confirmed. Uh, that is... Brian, come back. How many of how many of that chicks Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to hear this one. You're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. Oh, I look forward to this uh, every week. That gives... You know what? I'm going to give that four. That checks out of five. So, four out of <laughs> Just five, guys. Just four? <laughs> yeah, hey. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you cook with your butt. Hmm. See you now. Mm. All right, <laughs> go, go back in your yeah. hole. Marinate on that one. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Basically, yeah, that some that's all Asahi was missing was love, and uh, <laughs> and Asahi walks and away friends. defeated. And but uh, but Yo- Joey Troy is like, no matter what, you'll always be my student. And he's like, thanks, Dad. And he walks away. But it's not over. Oh, it's not <laughs> over yet. Soma's celebrating with his friends, and then uh, Mana interrupts and says. So my, you can hear a don't get the wrong impression. Even though I've been stripped butt naked by just your <laughs> rights alone, I still have more of a challenge for you. Even though you must my come clo- up to my quarters <laughs> even and though, put even, it down. Even though my viciously. clothes have been shredded by just your fried rice. Just mayo rice. <laughs> just your fried rice with mayo. Come, you're going to have to cook again and probably... <laughs> Probably I against my daughter. I'd be like, nigga, I need more, more yeah. food. I, I think he's just going to have to have a cook-off against Erina to close out the series. That would be dope. But, uh, it better be done well. He has one last chance. I'm hitting the table just in case y'all didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is very passionate about this right now. Yo, because, you know, you, you could go about it a certain way. I've seen great series. Go on and on and on, and then they just fumble the last three chapters. It's like, what the fuck? This is probably what's gonna. No, I, he has. A I chance. think it's gonna be fine. He has a chance to fumble it. it ah, touchdown! You I know think what it's I mean? gonna be he fine. Get the, the, uh, I oh, like this chapter. It was I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the same way it always is. Sure, always the right. dumbass 
clothes exploding off was a disappointment, but what it, are you going to do? It was just lackluster. What are you going to do? It's not going to be the worst thing. They spoiled us. Like, come on, that's not enough. Yeah. Try harder <laughs> in your last couple chapters. Maybe next time. They should have just they blew the roof off the fucking they're like, outside. building or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. should have did more. <laughs> they open the demon world and Captain Hot Topic comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I Anything would have been so better than what just Jackie. happened. But yeah. This Damn, was f- are we ready for the next one? We should do another manga. Yeah, we're going to do the last <laughs> of the manga because <laughs> our last comic is Ooh, the only one left. Man. What's left? Uh, Samurai 8. Oh, yeah. Cutting the Tank. And One Piece, I think, is the only Oh, the yeah, two. One Piece. Uh, okay. Let's do Samurai 8 real quick. Yeah. And um, fuck it. Samurai Chapter 3, Cutting the Tank. Uh, we open up at the scene of uh, the uh, the wall that was destroyed by the Tank Brothers. Uh, the the samurai cops are on the scene. Uh, there's this random dude who just shows up and tries to attack the samurai cops for some reason, but you know they stop him and he tries to pick up one of their swords and use them, but he can't because there's a bio ID reader, so it's only unlockable by one person. Oh, is this more the stuff where they explain um, yeah. to people that definitely should know this already? Yeah, and you uh, hate it a lot. Yep. I mean, because <laughs> I know what he's doing is talking to us. I know he's not. Yeah. But you know what? He's saying that to you. Because he does this again in this same chapter <laughs> <laughs> with this exact same rule. So do it once or not at all <laughs> is what I'm saying. Basically, okay, so yeah, he stops the story. He's like, pause. Okay, so this is the bio reader. We can't really. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that, that, that issue is resolved. And then he just turns to the, and then they, the guy identifies as like, oh, you guys are the Bushi dudes from the, uh, the, I, what was the castle? <laughs> the the Bushi Samurai? The Bushi Legion. The Bushi Legion. And uh, he basically tells them where the tank went. You know, tank went that away, And then you go follow. Uh, Hachi is now making friends with new kids who are impressed by his dog. And uh, Nan- uh, Nanashi walks away just like, I can't make friends. I've been inside for years. And... Um, you know, he's basically talking to his hands. St- still not exactly confirmed as to whether they actually talk or is he talking for them. I'm I'm not sure. I'm There's no robot things on his arm. You're right. You're right. Just accept it. He's fucking wild. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I, I was just unclear. I'm not mad at it either way. I was just unclear. <laughs> it's okay. Of you all know, the things they needed to explain, <laughs> it's this one. Maybe you know what, bro? This is probably gonna get thrown right back in my face a few years from now when they finally break down and Nanashi has his moment. You know how that shit goes. Yeah. They're gonna have a flashback and it's gonna be, Oh, you have two samurai souls in you and they help you and they're actually real. Yeah. And then you're gonna be like, Ooh, 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 Josh, yeah, told damn right. you so what? Damn right. So you can have that, but I'm letting you know I can just know in the future. There's no in all right. Just know in the future if that turns out to be the case. But that's not fair. That's what I'm trying to say. Why is that not fair? Because, like, that doesn't... It's not robots. I said that what it's probably going to be. He's a key robot guy. He's a key samurai. He turned into a robot guy? I think he has the ability at some point. See, this is why I needed you to to talk about this, because I'm still a little confused yeah, I he am a little also confused. Can we just skip to the fight part? Yeah, okay, because yeah, right? that's literally the next page. Yeah, yeah, right. Tank okay. people come in. They start fighting. Uh, 
Hachi tries to use his sword, but it's not his sword. He yeah, he lost like his up. sword at some point. Yeah, and during then the, during the mess and ruckus. And then Nana, she is just like, "All right, he has my sword." Fuck! He's like, "Damn it!" Oh man, he I has have my to sword. help this. I have to do something now. I have. Oh man, he has my sword that has the bio reader, and he can't use it because that they explained. <laughs> so that it's valid. I like no, it. It makes it's sense. A, no, it doesn't. It, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but he's they're explaining it twice. Pre retconning. It's annoying. It's a, it's not pre retconning. No pre asphalt. How do you? It's like no. It's like the I'm prepping. Not mad at it's it. not bleach. I'm not mad at it for that reason. I'm mad at it because you already explained this. We don't need to hear this again. I uh, I, I needed to hear it again. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you petty bitch. <laughs> I gotta have one of those a show, man. <laughs> anyway, so Nanashi, uh, his nuts drop, and then he helps out Hachimaru. Yeah. And he, he, <laughs> they do a dual sword thing. Well, first of all, Hachimaru loses his fucking hand. What? After he realizes he can't use the sword, he uses the sword inside of his hand, like the artificial sword thing, to block a cannon, and it lops his hand off. So he's down one hand, and that's when Nanashi decides to nut up or shut up <laughs> and uh, pull the sword out and cut the tank cannonball clean in half. Clean in half. That clean. shit was fire. I like that. It was. This is a cool panel. This moment looked cool. Yeah. I thought he was going to show his ability or something, but all it was was just a cool slash. Yeah. He just got here. Yeah, it was all right. I it's liked right. it. He's, you know, like I said, he's not just dropped. He's ready to And they moves. both work together, cut the tank clean in half. Uh... And yeah, the bad guys are defeated. Uh, All the samurai that were useless, uh, <laughs> by the way. I See, you You know what? You were right. I thought all these guys were super robot strong and samurais. And these are just regular niggas with swords <laughs> that could not do anything against an armored tank. For Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, they needed Hachimaru. And they needed Nanashi's nuts to drop. Yeah, for sure. Um. Uh. Yeah. Basically, yeah. the battle's over. They start talking. Is like, are we friends now? And uh, <laughs> Nana, she's like, I don't want to be friends with you. Uh. He wants to. He loves Hachimaru, dog. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't know if they're exactly implying I think something they romantic, implying. but I'm just gonna ignore that right now because they're both th- young children. Yeah. Agreed. And but they have no time for that anyway. And <laughs> I don't want to think about. No. That. Yeah. He's cutting <laughs> a cake. He wants to get married to Hachimaru. Yeah. Uh, he. He's a full on. Uh, Boy lover, which it's is okay. fine. It's really nothing wrong with that, guys. Yeah, hey, he's like fourteen. This I will, is around the time where I will spot out if someone's a full-on girl lover. Hey, I'm a full-on girl lover. <laughs> I'm straight as hell. Super straight. I'm so straight, and that's and that means nothing. It just means what I am. And Nanashi, um, is presumably super gay. Well, dude, once you share swords with a dude, you're pretty much locked together. Yeah, I'll remember that one, buddy. <laughs> Remember that. Don't go reaching for no swords, my guy. <laughs> I'm good. Anyway, she's the man. He he he, he manned up. Uh, they basically d- split ways. Uh, Nana, she's just yeah, like, yeah. He said, he said, yo, we're gonna meet. We're gonna meet later on when I get my skills up and I'm ready yeah. to impress you. I'm gonna be a key samurai. And I'm gonna be the fucking man. So watch out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Hachimaru leaves. Uh, meanwhile, Daruma starts pressing. <laughs> he puts the pressure on that nigga hard but he ooh wait 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 he was ready he didn't even care 
Bro, all right, so you're going to just say what happened? Okay, so basically. <laughs> let's see what happened first. Daruma is just like, this sword, this thing is not just any regular fucking samurai sword thing. By the way, this was the, the, the samurai sword that was pulled out of Hachibaru's chest by the evil guy from the first chapter. Because mm-hmm. I know everyone forgot, and I did too. I didn't forget. All right, I didn't forget, but uh, <laughs> it was funnier to say. But yeah, basically, uh, it is a hearts only. Uh, this is a hearts blade. Kingdom hearts. Uh, <laughs> it only possessed by a samurai who has a key. Uh, a, it's a samurai soul. The weight of the samurai soul, soul is complete. Is clearly far beyond your garden variety type. It's a strong ass fucking lightsaber samurai sword. Yeah. And uh, basically, he's just like, "Where the fuck did you even get this?" Well, first of all, he he like he tries to flinch him out. He uh, he equips the the blade to his hilt, and he tries to and he tries to scare. Yeah, he Hachi's just yeah, dad. He, but uh, Hachi's dad doesn't even fucking flinch. He's an OG. Yeah, he's just still looking at him, like I knew. You. <laughs> I knew like, you. I'm what not what are you gonna do? By that at all? Yeah, I'm a fucking OG. So I'm good. You think I you think I'm nervous sitting over here next to you, nigga? You in <laughs> my crib? Fuck you're a fucking here. cat. Yeah, Dharma doll. <laughs> Dumb with dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish we could use dickhead as a, as a title. Cause oh, that would it, be great. We would call this episode "Cut Dharma Dickhead." Dharma Dickhead. <laughs> yeah, that. R.I.P. I may. Y'all know in spirit that'll be the title. Y'all gonna know at this. Dharma Dickhead. <laughs> yeah, that's how they ended off. Yeah. He's like, oh, I've who never... are you and who is Hachimaro? Who We're is... about to get some flashbacks. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I, I had high hopes for this series. It's yeah. looking cool. Yeah, you surprisingly, I mean? I'm, I'm still in that mode. Where I'm not taking it that serious yet. I like it. Right. So. It's so it's such a nicer, relaxed state of mind when you don't take it super serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus, good on Kishimoto. It only took him three chapters to get to a flashback. <laughs> He's improving. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just being Whoa, silly. Oh, I forgot. No, you reminded me. You you just gave me post traumatic stress just now. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Wow. That's All right. whack, man. I Let's uh, finish off. Uh, our manga with One Piece. So next time we'll do like a full, uh, we'll do a full back and forth between the two. But we yeah, we're save, just si- yeah, we want to save our we're last thing there, because it's a headliner, dish. bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we're gonna do One Piece. You chapter only said nine. headliner because that's a word they use in One Piece. No, it's not. Whole One Piece no, combo fanboy, bro. No, it's not. So headliner is a word that you use. I know. So that makes something me special the One at Piece. the end. Cornball fanboy because you're I just was a the hater. It did not make first. you. It doesn't make you. A you know they have headliners and the Kaido's yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah. No, you're just being a hater because you thought I was being that guy. Yeah, and it. Hmm. You fucking hater. But anyway, we start off with our last flashback of really Yasui. Bad. Uh, poor Yasui who just fucking got murked. Uh, he gets a flashback. R.I.P. Like, to Young Don. He's uh, explaining to these young samurais like, yo. Fall in line with uh, with Odin because he's going to be our fucking shogun one day and he's going to need y'all. Very nice. I'll miss you. Yeah, I like how like the, the Kazaya, Kazaya, the what? Kazaya 9. What do they call oh, the samurai? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, I think it's called Kazaya 9. Kazaya, the K9 uh, group of samurais that was basically supposed to be his like super personal bodyguards. You know, it has the, the, the samurai characters mm-hmm. that has been like uh, converging along with their plan and mission. You know, they were all young rascals, and, you know, they oh, banded together. You know what? I'm, I'm bugging because I didn't even fucking notice. Yo, yeah, everybody. They oh blacked my out God. some of the people we don't know yet. But, yeah, look. They got the dog, the cat. Look at the cat yeah. at the corner. Yo! This shit is crazy. I love this chapter that much more now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. 
Oh, wow, oh I can't man. believe you ain't noticed that. They I look didn't. all cool. I thought that was adorable. Man. That is adorable. I was like, oh, look at them. They was all a squad. I didn't. So they were minks, but they were they they were just in. No, no, um, they're only two minks. The two, the dog and the cat. No, I know, but I'm saying they were probably born on that island on that yeah, mink Zoe. island on Zo. Uh, so long ago, man. Odin uh, Odin touched down on Zo at one point. That's how they knew. Uh, that's how they became like friends with uh, with Wano people. They they their tribe runs whole deep with Wano. Yeah, for a yeah. Long time. Okay, okay. So, oh, so it was normal to see minks in yeah. in Wano and vice versa. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Dope. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it was just cool. Like I like the camaraderie. I didn't know that guy was older. Which I didn't guy? know that he got Yasui? warped into the future or whatever. Nah, oh, who? this dude in the back. I thought he Wait, was a who? young kid. You see him? No, 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 him? no. He's he's didn't, he didn't get warped into the future. He was the only one that didn't. Not the only he's one. He's one of the nine. He's one of the nine, but not all of the nine. Oh up. yeah, duh. Okay, okay, yeah. Only a handful. That's why of some them. of them, one of them is in prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. But yeah, it's one piece, man. No, you're it's fine. Little, it's yeah. fine. There's a lot going a lot on. Happening. Uh, we get a bunch of reaction shots from people either laughing or crying at the death. Uh, we finally get an explanation as to what oh, the fuck man. it's like. He, 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 he uh, indirectly raised these niggas, man. He was like a second father to a lot of them, man. Probably a first to most. Yasui Damn, was yeah. a real one. Yasui, yo, all right, Peter Young, Don, man. Come on. <laughs> How many times I got to say it? <laughs> He was, Say it every episode. He's a real good guy, yo. He's a real good guy. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Luffy's tight because he's like, why the fuck are they laughing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, uh, there's legit reason, though. Yeah. Old Don is about to explain, and then we get a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> basically, here's the explanation, because this is what the rest of the chapter is, essentially. Uh, a long time ago. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, yeah, that's how uh, Kaido <laughs> laughs. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> <laughs> One Piece people have weird laughs. I like it about that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, okay, so basically, the smile fruits uh, follow the same rules as devil fruits, essentially. Uh, devil fruits is the the fruits that when people bite into them, gives it's like the power. Yeah. Uh, it gives you powers, but it also takes away your ability to swim. Yeah. Smile fru- fruits ru- work essentially away, but there's extra downsides to it. Because uh, they're fake. One thing... Is because they're artificial devil fruits. It only works one out of ten times. Yeah, on average. So one person will get powers, but nine people will not only lose their ability to swim, but also their ability to express anger or sadness. Which is why uh, nobody here can cry. Uh, we get a little bit of a breakdown of pir- of the Kaido pirates and their hierarchy. Um, there's the waiters who are pirates who hadn't eaten a fruit yet, but are waiting for their chance. Uh, the gifters who are one of the one out of ten who actually got powers from the fruit, and the pleasures who had the fruit but didn't get the powers. And that's why they look so like happy and smiley. That's cool, man. Like I, I noticed that, like those little touches mm-hmm. that they. This is this is deep, man. This is why One Piece is so good. I'm gonna say that every time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that and basically they call them the smile fruits because Kaido, Caesar, and Doflamingo are all assholes. We thought it would be really hilarious. <laughs> yeah, to to name them after the effects that it gives. To yeah, people. to name them after the thing they can't do because they the got fake. real, real devil fruits. And yeah, they don't fuck with the fake shit. So they're like, ah, shit, niggas, <laughs> <laughs> these niggas. So yeah, that's basically. Uh, so is it is it confirmed? So the fruit basically strips the emotions from them. Uh, only strips negative emotions, like yeah, the negative anger. emotions from them, which on the surface seems. 
pretty cool. Well, it's not that <laughs> they don't. Like, you don't want to always be like that. Well, that's the thing is that they still feel it. They just can't express it outward. Oh. So right now they're miserable, but they can do nothing but laugh outwardly. Yeah, and it's obviously not like they're not losing an arm or, or something, but it's just a that's probably gonna fuck with your hurts. head a little bit. Yeah, it, you know it hurts their soul. It's fucked up, because, uh, and then a whole bunch of people are just making fun of them, and they're all poor. It's just it's really terrible. And the reason the rest of the people are afflicted is because Orochi is a piece of shit. He, yeah, uh, he he took yeah. all of the fruits that he knew failed and fed them to his people. So of Ibisu town, just, just because he they were hated poor. these people, literally because they was already like a, a a low, a lower class like town. I guess even when Wano was, you know, uh, f- flourishing with Odin or whatever. <laughs> so you know, there you go. They're still poor places. Yeah. Odin wasn't perfect, but um, pretty much after the exposition dump, yeah. she tries to Orochi again, dickhead that he is, tries to kill uh, o- uh, Otoko as she's mourning over her dead dad. And uh, sh- he takes his shots. Well, he does have something personal against her. It's not like he just said, hi, now I'm going to kill your daughter just because. I mean, I mean, no, it's petty and fucked up still. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can't you can't just. Yeah. You there also can't. There is some sort of reason. Fuck that. <laughs> She's like seven. Listen, she was the reason he had to murder the love of his life. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> God this damn guy it. You is can play so devil's advocate wide. with anything. Yeah, of course you can, man. It's a skill. Uh, but yeah, he tries to kill uh, Otoko, but nah. He takes a shot. But Zoro and Sanji both together come in and save Otoko. It's not clear who stopped the bullet, but it doesn't really matter. Because the both big boys is here. Yeah. Shit's going to get crazy now. Oh, and they're both angry that they're both there. Whatever. I've never been too fond I of like like their rivalry because it's so like just. I think the rivalry is funny. It is funny. I don't take it serious. Be- I want because, to. Because deep down, there's like a mutual respect for each other. But they just also can't stand each other. Well, they're crewmates, I mean. <laughs> yeah. No, they do trust and each other. Respective, you know, they do trust what? each other to protect second the crew. Best yeah. On the team. Well, Zoro's confirmed second best in Sanji. Yeah, he fights with swords. It's not fair. Yeah, Sanji Sanji's has a third. Dis- but yeah. he also has armament hockey, so swords are kind of... No, his but if he uses armament uh, for his own swords, it doesn't really matter. I'm just saying, g- generally speaking, people with weapons have a harder time fighting people that don't. You yeah. know, but Sanji's got fire legs too. So yeah, I mean, whatever. It's probably marginal fire how strong, how much stronger one is than the other. Anyway. All right, so that was One Piece. Yeah, whoa, that was pretty fast. Loved it, <laughs> but we yeah, they're about to fight. Yeah, next week is gonna be popping. Wait, 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 wait. Let me make sure that he's not pulling a fast one on us. June 2nd. What's today? May- <laughs> no, it is okay, next week. okay. Because, <laughs> you it know. It is next week. Actually, that's. Oh, no, it's, sun- no, it's Sunday. Sunday, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm saying next episode will be. Yeah, exactly, out. exactly. Yeah. We actually have to end this with Prime's Neverland. We forgot. <laughs> no, we don't have to cover it. Can we I just like this wait? chapter. Real All quick. Right, can we go through it fast? Yes, like, we can. It was, uh, it was Norman- cool, but it was also like, just duh, okay. Norman tasks Don and Gilda to find Sonju and Magic- Mujika, the two good demons that they found in the forest. Uh, he says that they want to keep him on their s- safe and on their side, but you know we, you know he lying. Uh, he just wants to bring them in and kill them. And Don and Gilda kind of it's pick a fail up on safe that. to be fair. I mean he's not he's not even though he's being sly and underhanded in, in, in the quest he's putting these two on. He is still. He didn't have to give anybody a chance. He could have just been ruthless outright. So it's, he's true. not. I, I think that's important, you know, for uh, Norman's character. So yeah, he sends them off, but uh, Don and Gilda conspire to not 
coop to only cooperate up to the way they find Mujika and Soju and uh protect them from whatever uh whatever escorts that Norman Yeah, they're not them. leaving it up to to fate. Yeah. And I wouldn't either cuz uh Norma and uh this other dude Ray is having a really bad time right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh basic okay, so Norma Norman assigns, assigns Hayato and his new character uh Aish 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 to be their escort. Uh, Aish is a, is a girl who was captured by demons for a while, so she speaks their language. Uh, she's got two wolves with her. She's basically Halle Berry and John, and, uh, John Wick 3 into it. Uh, and uh, it's assumed that she's being sent in to kill the demon pair, so they're going to be careful around her. The chapter ends with adult Ray carrying a baby Emma through a desert. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, it's not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, uh, what, what do you call? How do you say that? Up, sh- up shits creek without a paddle. Yeah, that's, that's, what that's exactly. The same. That's exactly what's going on here. Uh, but yeah, th- that's gonna do it for the manga. We have one last book to talk about. It's our biggest one. We got Doomsday Clock finally. So let's put something in perspective because you know what? Honestly, that is like my favorite thing to do in life, just to reflect on things, right? So. We've been how, how many episodes in are we eight? This is our eighth this episode, is our eighth. right? So this is our eighth episode, which would mean two months, right? About now, the last issue, do, the last time Doomsday came out was like literally weeks before we started the podcast. Did it? no, it came out. The last issue came because we would have talked about it, March. Man. You're March. Right. Oh, that's close. Maybe yeah, it no, was it like a couple it wasn't the weeks. Week, yeah, it was a month. But nonetheless, man, two months and change for one freaking It's bi-monthly uh, from now on. So the next issue we're going to get is in August. All right. But anyway, we've been waiting a long time it, And it's this. worth it. To yeah. be fair, I, like, I would rather them take their time and do this right than to rush it out and do it wrong. So Godspeed, I guess. <laughs> okay, so sh- all right. I, I really want to just super briefly explain what's yeah, happening i'm not gonna listen because guys, i'm still so not caught up I, I, i'm not gonna explain everything that has happened with characters specifically but i am gonna mention that there are these characters that have crossed over from the watchmen universe yes because doomsday clock is a dc story about the watchmen crossing over into the main universe and uh the biggest guy that crossed over was dr manhattan which we found out and you know it was Pretty heavily hinted, right? You know, mm-hmm. through even through uh, the DC Rebirth. That's what that's what DC Rebirth has been all about. It's been leading up to this, mm-hmm. in, in my in my mind, it anyway. Is. You know, it was. Um. So, yeah. Uh. A few main characters from the old story came over. Uh. Ro- What's the guy's name? Ozymandias. It's uh. Ozymandias. Ozymandias. Uh, the the main Rorschach. bad guy from the old one. Yeah, Rorschach, who is not the same Rorschach. The original Rorschach is dead. So yeah. there's this new Rorschach. He turns out to be the son of um, Rorschach's psych- psychiatrist, right? Or oh, his lawyer, uh, I mean, his lawyer. I thought Wasn't it was his a lawyer? psychiatrist. Probably both. I, no, that was no, his lawyer. I, he was fighting his case. You sure? Because I, w- I just finished reading the was issue he? where it explains Rorschach's story, and I think he was he was a psychiatrist who was studying Rorschach. Oh, yeah, because obviously no one knew who Rorschach was. And I think he was. Like, he like, wasn't under trial, I mean. So that's he what was I'm saying. A, like, he didn't need a lawyer. So, yeah, it makes more sense. that he It's also a been a while since I've read Watchmen, but I do think he was a character we'll go with in the that. original Watchmen. We'll go with that. Uh, but we'll, basically... Yeah, I think, I think you're on the money. Yeah. Uh, so, them, and then these two characters that were... They weren't Actually, in the original Watchmen. They weren't in the original Watchmen, mm-hmm. right? But um, they were Watchmen characters. 
Yeah, they came from that universe. These two, yeah, this uh, this uh, this female, these female, it's a fe- uh, it's a couple, uh, this clown couple. I forget their names. Marionette man. and uh, the mime. Thank you very much. At least you remember their names. Um, yeah, I just started Osmandi- reading it over. So uh, thank you. I could be caught up. <laughs> Osmandius brought them over into the DC universe because he found out that Doctor Manhattan left. Uh, to go to the DC universe. Um, well, how he found that out? Because he's super smart. And he well, the thing is, out. he didn't. <laughs> at the end of Watchmen, we all know, uh, like as anybody who read it knows, uh, Doctor Manhattan has decided to leave this galaxy for one less complicated. That is his pretty much his last line in Watchmen, and that's what he actually said in and the he real just Watchmen. By chance, yeah. ended up in the DC universe. Yeah, that's important to say it that mm-hmm. way. It's not like he. Sought it out for any particular reason. He yeah. just ended up. There. A lot of this issue that we're covering right now explains a lot of the it's things like that we perfect. didn't know before. It's like perfect timing to ring it in. If you actually, this is the big explanation chapter yeah. as to how Doctor Manhattan fits into the DCU as a whole. And fuck, yeah, it's well, uh, all right, good. Look, so it's so good, you guys. As as Mandius brings brings those characters we just mentioned over into the DC universe, he had a plan to find Doctor Manhattan so they could save their world because they're about to be ravaged by nuclear warfare because of the Rorschach's journal that was released that yeah. exposed what Osmandius did and said that all of this freedom is a lie. Blah 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 blah. I have mixed feelings about it, but I'm not going to go into that. So anyway, we go um, to it at the end. Yeah, yeah, we de- oh, we definitely can. We definitely can. So yeah, he anyway. So they cross over into the DC universe. Looking for Doctor Manhattan, and they split up. Marionette and the and her boyfriend <laughs> end up running into Batman and the Joker. Um, Osmandius runs into Batman as well. The comedian is still around. The oh, the comedian, yeah, alive and and well. And um, uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, this. man. A, a and lot you know happened. What? The problem with this <laughs> series is that, and it's it's not necessarily a fault of anyone. This series comes out bi-monthly. And it's kind of easy to forget what's happening. Well, I just wanted to get a few minor details, mm-hmm. like, you know, in the beginning, just so they know at least who's in play. Like, the Silk Spectre is not there yet. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. And her and the Owl Guy, whatever his name is. Uh, Night Owl. Night Owl. <laughs> He's not there. They're still in their own universe, I think. So. It's presumed that. But who knows? The surprises are ahead, right? And, um, yeah, so while Dr. Manhattan was like as he visited the DC universe um he made changes to it that resulted in the new 52 universe uh that started over basically all of the heroes from scratch and with n- brand new origins etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's ultimately a farce and that's what doomsday clock is about revealing exactly what yeah. happened this issue specifically point. is hard to cover because it jumps around in time a lot and this is is it's a direct parallel to another issue in watchmen they did something exactly like this in the same style, and I loved it. See, it's, this is where I really wish I would have listened to you and just read Watchmen. You still I can. I did it, man. You think there's still time? Sure. Do it. <laughs> all right. Yes, all it's right, never too late. Right, man. But anyway, in any case, all right, so basically here's how it pans out. Uh, Dr. Manhattan accidentally ends up in the DC Universe by chance. Uh, he learns about Superman. Well, first he befriends this actor and pretty much uses him as a general gauge of how the world sees Superman. Yeah. Yeah, so, and just how the world interacts in general because he was able to figure out the timeline, uh, the multiverse uh, Yeah, uh, he, he understands, through, through him. At I first guess, he understands right? the DC Universe as a multiverse and, uh, and there, and it, and which has changed in its number and its scale 
all throughout history. And uh, as it turns out, the whole fucking thing revolves around Superman. So and this put in this main universe in general. Yeah, I mean the events and that happen in this universe, especially especially regarding Superman, are and you know affect everything else around it. Yeah, for the most part, which is kind of consistent. Superman has always yeah. been kind of the tuning yeah. fork for everything else. So, mm-hmm. okay, so then he starts experimenting with fucking around with certain elements of the DCU history, uh-huh. things that directly affect Superman, and it's pretty much putting forward the argument that Dr. Manhattan has been responsible for every reboot that DC has ever done. I like that. You know, I didn't think about a big picture that much. I was just looking at it like, okay, they're, they're basically explaining that this is just something that happened. Like he's like, they're just acknowledging like, yeah, there's been plenty of reboots in the past. You know what I mean? And that, you know, the reason these things are happening is all centered around this universe. Yeah. Whenever something happens in this universe, then it, you know, then these big, huge implications, a.k.a., you know, the artist and author start doing yeah. different things. Specifically, <laughs> he looks at because he takes a look at how the two first superhero teams that Superman was ever a part of, <clears throat> the Legion of Superheroes and the Justice Society of America. That w- that took place thousands of years in the future. For, yeah, the Legion of Superheroes came first. I'm not sure. That's no, a the comics JSA. history type of deal. Isn't the the JSA? Yeah, is, but is Superman what? met them as a kid. Uh, he met the Legion as a kid. Not at well, or that, as a th- young. What man. they were saying that this was the f- oh, you're right. Okay, so this is all right. This is where it ties into saying that all right. They are saying that Doctor Manhattan was responsible for all the prior uh, reboots because that was him changing little things one at a time. Like at first, the JSA. Had Superman and Batman there. Remember, obviously, no. In the the beginning, JSA had Superman. They had, had Batman there too. You don't remember? Have, they didn't. He have was Batman. sitting there with them. No, that wasn't Batman. All right, whatever. So it wasn't Batman. No, but Superman was there. No, yeah. uh, regardless, Superman you know, was with there. Hippolyta and and and, mm-hmm. and Power Ring and all these other guys, or you know, the Green Lantern guy. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so so at first, it's, he's he's there. They're waiting for him, and they know who Superman is. And then I guess Doctor Manhattan changes one little thing where he. Instead of coming in the 1938, he comes in the 50s, right? Yeah, every time he alters a thing in Superman's history, Superman arrives a few years later, which is consistent with, like, a reboot. Yeah, that's, so that's how why the root, Superman yeah. ages is younger than if he were to arrive in 1930s. Yeah, like, he, so why he's not super grown. Yeah, exactly. Because when he comes, everybody else comes, follows after. So, so. the f- yeah, so the second major, major thing he did uh, was... Apparently, Jay, no, not Jay Garrick, um, the Green Lantern, the JSA, Alan, Alan Scott, right? Mm-hmm. Alan Scott, he uh, basically removed him from existence as a hero by uh, taking the uh, lantern away from him before he uh, fell on the railroad. Yeah. So, and that had huge implications where it got rid of um, both of the teams, well, that the, yeah. both of the first teams that he joined with the JSA, like they never formed. Yeah, without Alan, the JSA never formed. Yeah, and then but also I don't know if Superboy. Specifically, well, they I don't know if Superboy that specifically never affects. got a chance to. Oh, well, maybe they're not synonymous. Perhaps he does something after that to then have ripple effects on the on the future team because mm-hmm. it, Superman goes into the future, right? And then he yep. comes back after that. But that was whatever, right? Presumably before he met the society. Yeah, but this shit happened like eighty years ago. This is kind of whatever. Uh, anyway, you know, he, Dr. Manhattan's responsible for all of this. Boom. As much as I sense. love as much as I love <laughs> this, I it's hard for us to talk about it because we're not as familiar with the history. Yeah, I'm not super, you know, like if I'm not one of these. But we understand where guys. it's coming from. Yeah. 
and we think this is fucking baller as hell. Yeah, man. Like, I've never seen, like, just this super well done hyper retcon justice. <laughs> I don't know what else yeah. to say about it, man. It's yeah, real Dr. Manhattan just doesn't give a fuck. That's yeah. really, like, yeah, he's just been tinkering with the universe. That's why all these reboots have been happening, not because artists are saying, all right, let's make things more interesting because comic sales are dipping. It's actually been Dr. Manhattan instead. This other mm-hmm. fictional character, and um, he changed it so much to the point that um, we had the new Fifty Two. That was like when people yeah. started to notice things were really, really wrong. Because you know, major figures were missing. And now Doomsday Clock is happening because the universe has started to turn back on him. You know, Wally survived and knew what he did. So Jay slowly, Garrett is also out there still. Yeah, slowly but surely things are coming back to bite him in the ass and he doesn't even know how to deal with it. So his whole task is just trying to figure out a way to fix it in a way. Yeah, and the only reason he's even fixated on this in general is, is because there is a point where him and Superman get into a fight and he doesn't know if Superman kills him or if he ends everything because he can't see past that point in the time. And as you know, you guys should know, Dr. Manhattan... Um, is not bound to any specific linear time. He's he's just experiences time. Yeah, he does just, as a whole, right? Consistent so, with Watchmen, he does the same thing there too. Yeah, he just exists. He's what is that? Omnipotent? Um, or omni- omnipresent? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's the word. Anyway, yeah. So it's just, it's interesting. I don't obviously I don't, I don't as 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 gangster and as as vicious as Superman can be. And and the feats he's accomplished, like, you know, pulling a whole universe with a chain, I think that's, like, the biggest deal to me. <laughs> that was pretty wild. Uh, I still don't see him beating Dr. Manhattan. Well, Dr. Manhattan <laughs> himself says, like, he has the capability to kill me. He said that? Yeah. He says, like, in a future he's seen. Is he because he's a white American man? <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> Is he because he represents American capitalism in a cape? No. Is that? I know. I'm just <laughs> taking shots, man. Yeah. No, he says here, he sees this vision of Superman in the future. He has found me and he destroys me or I destroy the metaverse. Yeah. And yeah, he calls this the metaverse because, you know, he can edit it and reboot things. As, yeah. As it, he will. It's in, in its entirety. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just their way of saying that. All right. This is the metaverse. And then there's these other types of different. Yeah. Versus oh, out man. there, whatever, big time, big This world. is harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I would tell you guys, I mean, you could listen to us, but we're just recapping this, you know what I mean? And I'm going to tell you guys this. The next issue that comes out is, like, this was a huge kind of, like, just letting... That's why I said this was perfect timing. This issue is basically just telling us, oh, this is all the stuff that's happened and, 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 and what led up to what's about to happen in the next issue. So we're, we're not backtracking anymore. Catch up on this, and then we're going full force with just our thoughts and feelings and, yeah. and guesses. I there don't want to go too left. far with that. So. Only two issues left, and this is literally, literally the perfect point to start reading now because there's a lot of meh in Doomsday Clock, but, you know, as Christian says, be patient. It is a slow burn. <laughs> And uh, believe in our guy, Jeff Johns. He created the uh, Green Lanterns mythos, and that's enough of a sell for me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, with that uh, ringing an endorsement, we're going to come to a close, boys. Wow, man. Uh, it, it feels like it went by fast, but I, f- I know it didn't. We don't know that. <laughs> I know it didn't. We're going <laughs> to look at Brian's we, face. He's like, <laughs> yeah, well, pretty long. <laughs> stop making it longer. <laughs>
this has been it for us, you guys. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for New Jump City. Uh, you can follow me at the Chris Espinel, Joshua Cole at JD Cole underscore thirty seven at Saucy Brian Bossy. Uh, rate us on iTunes, uh, New Jump City at gmail.com. Leave a comment. Say something to us. Say hi. Say what up. Anything. Yeah. I'm we thirsty. Love we love y'all. See you next week. Peace. Boo.